living longer and staying healthier. It's Healthy Talk with Dr. Michael Smith, MD. Here's your host, Dr. Mike. 20% of adults in this country will experience at least once in their lifetime a panic attack. 2% have full-blown panic disorder, and and there's different ways of um, diagnosing that. There's very specific criteria that you have to fulfill to to be diagnosed with panic disorder, but you're talking about panic attacks that can occur daily, multiple times in a day, depending on how severe it is. The the standard treatment of panic disorder or panic attacks um, is going to be usually a combination of drugs, plus some form of psychotherapy. In most cases, cognitive behavioral therapy is a big one as well, uh, known as CBT. Uh, Cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT, uh, has been shown to be very successful in treating panic attacks and panic disorder. And and what this is, it's, you know, most people who who suffer from panic attacks and and panic disorder would describe it as a um, just a real sudden, overwhelming fear and anxiety um, that that affects you physically and and or mentally you know uh, the panic attack can mimic heart attacks can mimic um, weird nerve sensations can cause headaches migraines uh, weird things with your eyes ringing in the ear and then the the mental aspect of it is just you're anxious it's like um, you know uh, some people describe it as you know, when you're getting nervous for something, for some big event, like a presentation or something, just imagine that feeling amplified, you know, that that anxiety before you give a presentation kind of like on steroids, you know, and that's, and uh, some people feel like they're going crazy, freaking out, all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to talk about, and, and the reason I'm doing this is I have a friend who who suffers from panic disorder and now her her the way it manifests in her is a little different that she has regular panic attacks i mean she has the physical the mental everything i just described she would agree with now for her though it comes and goes she may have um you know a period of months even years of not having one single panic attack and then for some reason there's some sort of trigger um they haven't been ever to figure it out in her but there's some sort of trigger something happens some thought something happens and then maybe for a couple of weeks even even as long as a month she'll have ongoing panic attacks and then they go away it's kind of weird and interesting and um i i was talking to her about how she manages that you know considering that she only gets them on occasion does she take drugs all the time is she in therapy all the time and and her answer was no she actually manages her panic attacks when they do come um, without drugs or even even without supplements. Uh, and so I, I had a nice discussion with her about how she, she does that. And here's what she said. So this is managing panic attacks without drugs or supplements. The first thing that she tries to do is she recognizes that it's coming on. Now, she has an issue with knowing what her triggers are. Now, some people are are very clear and they know exactly what their trigger is. A situation, a thought, a person even, a a certain event, a certain environment, whatever it is. Most people know their triggers. Now, she doesn't, but she knows the minute it starts to come on. And here's what she tries to do first. She tries to stop the trigger. She tries to stop that initial 
anxious, fearful thought. And here's what she does. She takes that thought. Now, this is important. She, she told me, and this is now supported by most psychotherapists, she told me that she doesn't try to fight the anxiety. That makes it worse. She doesn't try to, to ignore it completely. She has learned to accept it. And she knows the truth is that it's going to pass. So she accepts the panic. She just lets it happen. But she does try to do something initially to really bring it down quickly so it only lasts for maybe a minute or two, not for 10 minutes. What she does is she, she takes that thought that is now fearful, anxious, whatever it may be, and she, she literally says to herself, no. And then she adds to it a positive thought that's true. I thought that was really interesting, a positive thought that's true. Whatever that negative thought, that, that fearful thought is, she stops it. She literally tells herself, no. She verbalizes it, no. And then she verbalizes something that's positive. I am okay. This will pass. I have good friends, you know, and, and uh, you know, maybe, maybe you have a certain belief system, a religious belief system. You say something true about yourself in that belief system. Often that really helps, and that does stop the panic from going, uh, from being, you know, uh, 10 minutes. It can knock it down to maybe 30 seconds, and everything's just fine. So that's the first thing. Now, it doesn't always work. That's just the way the mind is. Sometimes it's tough, right? So she gets the, the trigger, the thought, whatever it may be, and she says no, and she adds a positive thought that's true. In most cases, that kind of takes care of it. But when it doesn't, and the panic kind of continues, what she does next, now she didn't call it this. This is what I'm calling it. She reverses the physiology of the attack. She reverses the physiology of the attack. There is, with a panic attack, there is this surge of energy, cortisol, epinephrine, norepinephrine. These are your fight-or-flight um, compounds, messengers in the body that prepare you to get going and fight and get away. So she, she does things, in my opinion, that are reversing that. The first thing she does is she starts to breathe in her nose, out her mouth. And she follows what is known as the yoga breathing. Now, I don't practice yoga, but she, she tells me this is what they do in yoga. It's a four, seven, eight. You breathe in your nose for four seconds. And when you're doing that, you're thinking good thoughts. That positive thought that's true, that's what you're thinking. You're breathing in your nose, positive thought that's true for four seconds. And then you hold it for seven seconds. You hold that positive thought that's true for four seconds. I mean, I'm, I'm for seven seconds, excuse me. So you breathe in for four seconds, and then you hold it for seven with that positive thought. And then you breathe out your mouth for eight seconds, and she visualizes all the anxiety leaving. So it's four, seven, eight. You breathe in for four seconds, hold it for seven, breathe out for eight. Positive in, negative out. And you're reversing. What Ultimately, what you're doing, by doing that type of breathing, you are reversing some of the effects of catecholamines, the epinephrine, the norepinephrine, the stress hormone, cortisol. Um, you, you really can't have anxiety and panic at the same time that you're breathing. They just, they don't mix. So if you replace the anxiety with breathing, often, you know, it doesn't happen right away, but you keep doing this four, seven, eight cycle, eventually the panic will go away because you can't, 
Breathing and panic stuff don't go together. She also says she holds her palm with her thumb. She rubs her palm or she grabs her entire thumb. And there's some reflexology people that will tell you that, that that's, those are calming areas. So she'll do her breathing, 478, hold her thumb or her palm, rub her palm, and that does help. So she's reversing the physiology of the tech. Now, if that doesn't work, the third thing she does is she removes herself from that current environment. She reverses the environment in a sense. So she's continuing to breathe. She's replacing that, that, the negative thought with a positive thought. Right with you know in, in, a true positive thought, she's doing her breathing and then she changes the scenery. If she's in her bedroom, she literally goes into the kitchen and starts to do the dishes. As she's doing the breathing, she's walking into the kitchen, holding her thumb, doing the breathing. She goes she goes outside to the garden. She takes a walk. Whatever she she changes the environment. Ninety nine percent of the time, following these steps, she's able to turn a panic attack that could last ten minutes and be very disabling for her. And it only becomes maybe a minute or so, and it passes, and she's fine. So triggers, replace that with a positive thought, do your breathing, change the environment. That's how you handle panic disorder, panic attack, without drugs or supplements. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well.